0: mm mm-hmm.
1: The world of koth players podcast where we discuss old school role playing from the player's perspective i'm legitimate mustard what follows is a live recorded playtest of a home-brewed first edition module we're testing the module to determine whether or not it's useful complete and fun before it's distributed so that others can experience old school role playing our players are distributed across multiple time zones so we meet up using the discord app for audio chat and private player to player or player to dm messaging we use Roll20 for character sheets, dice rolling, and maps. If you'd like to learn more about the game setting, custom house rules, or our characters, our DM has published a ton of stuff on World Anvil. It's under The World of Koth. That's
2: K-O-T-H. Hello, this is KB1 module play test, Into the Badlands. This is session 15, and my name is GM Trigvi. I am here with... I am Legitimate Mustard, I play
1: Udo, uh, the gnome thief, lots of things, lots of, many things.
3: And I am a Sachidora, I play Neris, the halfling, stab-happy fighter who is perpetually trying to one-up Udo and failing miserably as she knows no magic.
4: And my name is Konyak, and I play Rollin, the magic user cleric, who's a gentle soul.
5: And I am Cricket, and I play Arya the Druid.
0: I'm Exploding Kitten, I play Gregor the Paladin.
5: And I'm
6: Davos, and I play Da- And I'm Kel Ronan, and I play Davos the Priest.
2: Alright, very good. So last session you guys ended up being tricked into a fight with a Cyclops. You ended up not killing a cyclops, cyclops, rather. instead you killed the assassin who attempted to trick you into fighting the cyclops. You went back to his house, took some stuff, designed some traps. The cyclops then destroyed the house after you left, and you succeeded in not killing a druid ally, which was to your advantage. You then made it to the conclave, well, close to the conclave anyway, the hilltop above the valley that is the conclave. You were given a couple of stone houses to spend the night in, talked to some druids, had some conversations about what they want you to do. There is a tribe of lizard people who are being eaten by a dragon they awoken. And your job now, if you choose to accept it, is to go kill said dragon. If you do so, the tribe of lizard people will be in your debt and they will help you in the Badlands on your quest. Have I forgotten anything? Okay, very good. So seeing no one complaining or nodding or shaking their heads, I will assume that everyone's up to speed on the latest and we are good to go. So it has been a full day. You guys have rested. You guys have eaten. The druids have given you quite the feast as well as several gifts. I assume you've all taken those gifts and it is now the next day and you're sitting around those two stone huts and that long, rough table where you all had dinner the night before. There are leftovers from the evening that have been brought out by several acolytes to feed you in the morning. And you're all sitting around discussing what to do next.
5: Uh, so I am there? Arya Everyone, is with them?
2: Ev- everyone's there, yes. Arya, you had some discussions with the druids last night. They, they talked to you privately about your training, about your animal. Uh, and so forth and so on. Basically making up for the training that you lacked at Kobar Tower. So you can now consider yourself fully trained for your level, okay? Okay, thank you. Alright, so you're all together, you're rested for the evening. Everybody's at full health. What
6: are you all doing?
5: Well, Davos, what do you think? Are we gonna go kill
6: a... I think we are should you? speak with the lizard people first. We don't speak with the lizard people, we won't tell them with a full story. Maybe they have more information on where it's hiding, what its habits are, how often it attacks, what holes it reaches from, and what holes it may return by. Anything that we can get on this might uh, may help our chances in actually defeating it,
0: you or assume, trapping it. You assume we are actually going after the dragon. We're getting sent by a bunch of druids who do not wish to kill it themselves. And it's a Freaking dragon! It's so big, and uh, we have our own mission to do, which we're already getting farther and farther behind on.
3: I, but it'd be.
1: I have heard though. I've I've heard, and this is just a rumor, but I've heard that dragons have
6: massive you
1: know? treasures.
6: Massive. I care not for the treasure.
1: Well, maybe you don't care for the treasure, but but the rest of us would really like to get paid at some point.
6: Yes, and we will get paid at the end of our mission, but need to capture the dragon's treasure in order to survive, in order to get their help in the Badlands and have them guide us.
3: Aye, and it'd be a mighty story to have killed the dragon.
6: I'm sure it would be.
3: Udo
1: kind of raises his hand a little bit and he goes, uh, D- Davos, can you speak lizard?
6: I cannot. Are I you calling him a
1: either? scaly
3: bastard? Can any of us speak lizard? Can the lizard speak common? Druid, do,
6: not Arya, are we with the other druid?
2: No, the I other two druids think... have not ret- returned yet, just Arya's is there with you.
6: Aria, do you think that they would lend us uh, a helping hand after uh, what we've done for them?
5: I actually speak lizard, man. You do? Mm. Oh, well,
6: that's
1: super convenient. This makes things so much easier.
0: If you all want to, then fine.
1: Well, I don't think we're going to get paid with the other stuff. And I think that there's at least a chance we'll get paid this way. I and, think it's uh, likely
6: we'll get paid. The church is going to keep its promise to you, <laughs> at the very least.
4: <laughs> but these, these, these the creatures actually are about to do it. These creatures are being harmed by this dragon. At the very least, we should help them because of that. They need our help.
0: And, Just a uh, reminder:
2: the, the druid did also say that once the dragon is through eating all of the lizard people, it will likely turn on the kobar militia, the frontier militia, and begin to feed there
3: as well.
0: Well, if you said that. <laughs>
3: Would you rather kill the dragon now or wait till it starts killing kingdom's citizens?
0: I uh, wish should kill it now.
6: But they are yeah. no citizens of the kingdom, but they do defend the kingdom.
3: And what comes after the militia? Pray tell, Davos. I know I don't be having all of that map making and managin, but pretty uh, sure towards the lords Ashenbrook and eat the people of Ashenbrook. Citizens used are to not there or no. I'm trying to figure out what human life matters to the uh, kingdom.
6: Whoever's within the bounds of the kingdom matters most to the
3: guard. So uh, are you in the bounds of the, the kingdom, scales. or do all of us no longer matter since we're past that line wherever they drew it? Davos sighs, looks down a little bit,
6: and he says, Likely, in all honesty, the silver scales wouldn't help us here no matter what.
3: No I, but the lizard exceptions. people will and should we kill the dragon druid will, and should we have uh, those two folks on our side there may be less of a chance for them to take such a kind eye to those who flee the kingdom as well. Plus Not we clearly. can get paid. And kill the dragon.
6: No, I, I said that we should kill the dragon, or capture it or an otherwise disable its ability to feed on the lizard folks so that we can get, uh, get their help in navigating the Northlands. You know yeah. that
3: thing you put on your horse's head when you're riding it? Do they make one big enough for the dragon? Because Davos just said stop it from eating people. So uh, if we train the dragon and put that thing on its nose, that that's also an option. We don't have to Maris, train the dragon. I
0: failed to
3: understand why you think we'll be able to train the beast. You got that massive beast of a horse of yours to listen to, yeah? Just, just do the My- same thing to the dragon. You're a goddamn paladin. You could, you raise the sun to half the people we've met. My horse is a lot less larger than the dragon. I maybe from your perspective, but bigger than you is bigger than you, and smaller than you is smaller than you.
1: Imagine riding the dragon.
0: Imagine getting eaten by the dragon. I- no, no, no! I prefer not I'm a not creature.
6: Oh. the horse is, is clearly a creature that's that's tamed. It's it's been knowledge of its knowledge of humanity and the the creature comforts that we can offer is much greater than that of the dragon. The dragon eats dozens of people of creatures a day. I don't think that it would take kindly to being told not to. I
3: see Davos is making it sound like this thing's kind of a monster that should be killed and removed from the land. What do you think?
5: I'm okay with whatever the group decides, uh, if. uh but I think we've got to have our plan going in.
1: I've seen these rings that they put in the nose of, of bulls, and it keeps them from doing bad stuff. Maybe we could put a ring in the nose of the dragon.
5: Be volunteering, Udo.
1: I mean, if someone else holds the dragon down...
5: Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we're going to have to have um, some things on our side. What do we know about this dragon?
2: We know it has so Chris, a treasure. Chris comes back up the path from the conclave, and she gnaws at you all and, and waves at you in greeting as the morning sun comes over the trees and begins to evaporate the dew that's collected everywhere. She says, I trust you had a restful night? I trust that breakfast is sufficient? Did you have any questions?
0: Who do we contact to you know what, Neris, you can go.
3: We want to know more about the dragon. What would you like like to know? It, every, every everything about Does it. Does it how how acidic is it? I heard acid. That's like yeah. the water you're not supposed to drink. But...
2: Well, this, this dragon will will spray acid from its mouth in an attempt to kill its enemies. It itself is relatively immune to acid, and it will spray that from its mouth to tremendous effects and quite lethal.
3: Have you seen anything survive the acid?
2: There There are things that can survive the acid, but generally speaking, what the dragon hunts and what the dragon fights cannot.
3: But what if we put the things that generally survive the acid on us, then we survive the acid and kill the dragon.
2: There's only one creature here that's immune to acid that I know of, and it's in Boarwood. It's a, a strange, deformed troll. Uh, I call it a Boar Troll. Those trolls normally are highly vulnerable to acid, but the Badlands have mutated this species, and it no longer has that vulnerability, making it very dangerous. We
6: actually took one of those creatures out, I believe.
3: We have it- to keep Alie away from those. Yes. But
6: we don't have any of its creature any of its body left, I believe.
3: It we have some vials blood. of its blood.
6: Do you think its blood can be used as some sort of acre to avoid being turned into well, they the, it's blood spawned smaller trolls.
2: Yes, its blood is very dangerous. You should not have taken it. If that blood is exposed to air, new boar trolls will will spawn eventually.
3: I we learned that the hard way, and the sharp way, and the painful way. Do do bore trolls like dragons? Bore trolls are
2: mostly mindless animals. They eat, and they reproduce as they get wounded. If someone you had eat, you can eat their own, it, they're 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 crazy. But if you have bore troll's blood, we may be able to assist you more than we we thought. Perhaps we can. We can use that to provide you some protection from the dragon's breath, although I would not
3: rely upon it. So if we had, say, 20 vials of this spore blood, boar blood, the ogre, creepy boar, regenerative boar thing. Boar troll. Ah uh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> it Well, I, I, it didn't look like a pig to me, but anyways, the spore troll, if we have 20 vials of its blood, and we pour it all around the dragon's den, that will create 20 boar trolls for this dragon to fight so
2: True. The, the dragon would simply rip them apart
3: so we have 50 vials of this boar troll blood and we pour them all around the dragon's lair
2: you would unleash 50 boar trolls onto the swamp which would overwhelm the swamp's ecosystem causing all kinds of untold havoc we would have to burn the swamp forest to the ground. You would have to cause a forest... I. but
3: we've killed boar are trolls Are you suggesting before? that a we number reduce
6: of these into the, boar, into the dragon's lair specifically and make sure that the entrances are blocked with fire
3: to take out any boar trolls that survive? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that, not just throw the vials and run. Yeah, yeah, the logic with the fire and the keeping them inside the den, yes.
2: Chris looks frustrated. She shakes her head and she says, the dragon can fly. will simply leave how many places can it leave there's hunger's back
1: down again how many places can it leave
3: from what if we do the ring thing and keep it to the ground I I do not
2: know but the lizard lizard warrior who's going to meet you at old man willow on the way to a lair can tell you more does the dragon have a name not one that we know How old is it? Has it been here forever? We estimate the dragon is at least three to four hundred years old.
3: Did you know what, what? What?
2: Don't you know everything? You follow us
1: around like birds, and
3: you you'll find one of the dragon's scales that fell off, and you cut it halfway, and then you count the rings to tell how old the dragon is. How,
2: so how my ancestors that? talked of of creatures that were driven from the mountains. This happens periodically as the mountains are a very dangerous place. Oftentimes they're driven into the Badlands, but sometimes they come into the swamp. I think several hundred years ago, this dragon came into the swamp and has been slumbering. How long do they sleep? I I sleep like half a day and I feel tired for like a week. There are many reasons why dragons may sleep for a long time. They are magical creatures. Um, For all we know, this dragon could have been doing something arcane or or perhaps there's a biological reason for it to be sleeping for so long
1: by a lot you mean like is
3: it pregnant
1: we yeah, certainly like hope
2: not. is
3: having is more it
1: than, a than shi- one, dragon
2: we, we believe so yes but we're not sure Ay,
4: can the dragon be reasoned with whatsoever
2: Black dragons are not the kind of dragons to be reasoned with. They're not as intelligent as their other kin. It's likely that appealing to its ego or attempting a conversation would simply get you attacked and killed. Well, you could certainly try it. The Lucid Folk have tried, they even tried to worship it as a god and it didn't care. It, it, it simply killed them all. Ah, vengeful god, yes.
1: Well, how big do you think its,
2: uh, treasure is? Its lair is deep and large. I'm not sure what that tells you, friend Gnome, but if it's been collecting things in its lair for hundreds of years, I would estimate that its hoard would be substantial.
1: I mean, I've been collecting things for hundreds of years, and all I got's, uh, well, let me check my pockets here.
3: I'm doing okay. That's because you keep spending what you collect. We've had this talk.
2: What, how, what, Chris what, smiles at you, <laughs> Udo, and says, "But gnome, it is two thousand times your size." Ah, uh, much larger point coin
1: purses. I get you. I get you. How many? It's like the, the size blood? of a
3: horse. We can still take that. How many vials of the troll blood do you all have? Neris begins to pat herself down.
6: Um, devos says i i do not know how many we had we we used many of them how many did we take with us Naris has two still i have zero devos has zero
2: i think the two that you have neris are all the party has but i could be wrong if i recall i think only you took some of the blood
6: I think we sold the rest to somebody, but it was sort of like in a, um, it wasn't an aside. We didn't, we, we basically were told that it would, we burned it to the ground instead of trying to carry it off in a cart. But that really sped up, uh, our, our, uh, planning sessions that would helped.
3: It scared Neris, and thus she wanted to figure out how it works so she can kill it faster next time and be a better fighter. She says,
2: I can make enough to protect two people, or four if they're very small.
1: Udo looks at Nerys, looks at himself. What about two
3: small and one large? <laughs> I don't think we have four small.
2: Then two small and one large, yes, I could do that. Looking at your two vials. All
1: right. Well, that's better than nothing.
6: Uh, I can't see Grigora's health. I can see almost everybody else's. Think I can see Fudo's or Gregoros. Okay,
2: right. everyone's at maximum health, so.
3: Neris looks to Davos for if she should uh, hand over this Iker troll blood in these <laughs> reused bottles to the uh, druid. Will we run into more boar t- trolls in the
6: wood that's been tainted?
2: You should not. The Boar Trolls are to the east of here, in Boarwood. The dragon's Lair is not near Boarwood.
3: I think we know where to go if we want to collect more before we head to the uh, large acid-spitting lizard.
6: It's
1: two
3: days' walk from here.
1: I don't really want to collect anymore, because it wasn't a lot of fun. It didn't even have any stuff.
3: It had this, and Nera holds the vials up.
1: Yo, what are you gonna
3: sell that for? Protection uh, to get to the dragon's treasure. Think of it as an entry
6: fee. Show. The I, dragon's treasure is what we will use it for. I
2: hate entry fees.
3: Do you offer Chris your? Nares ha- carefully hands them to Chris, keeping them upright. <laughs> okay. Chris looks at
2: uh, Arya and says, Arya, do you have any blood moss? I do. May I have it, please? Yes. And you hand her your jar of blood moss. The the jar has uh, recently been fed. You gave it some of your blood to glow, if I recall. So the blood moss has grown quite a bit, and it's filling the jar, and she says, Excellent, this is exactly what I need. And she says, I will come back. I am going to find a way to feed... The troll blood to the blood moss it's not going to glow it's going to do something else and she winks at Arya, and she takes her jar of blood moss and she walks back down to the conclave she's i'll be gonna, several hours
1: she's gonna do something wild isn't she
3: wild magic you say <laughs> oh i hope not
2: all right so she's going to be a couple of hours
1: udo uses this opportunity to make sure that his spells are uh taken care of and otherwise takes a nap
2: okay are
3: we going to where's event- Hollyberry?
2: Holly berry is sitting there eating table scraps not very happy about that. Is
3: going to put on the fur cloak that the druid giver shucking off her waterproof one not stare directly at ah, Hollyberry, but inch a little closer, just to see what happens. Okay.
2: Neris, make me a charisma check, please. For the initial reaction to you now attempting to mimic being a giant weasel. Okay. Your charisma is...
3: 15, I, and my roll is 20.
2: It is 20. I see two rolls there. Well, wow. Okay. So, Hollyberry comes over to you, looks at you, turns, and begins to growl. Her head sort of tilts, and she begins to sort of growl and chip.
5: I will talk to her and let her know that that is still Neris.
2: Okay, describe and what you say.
5: Uh, Hollyberry, it's okay. What's wrong? This is Naris What's the matter? What's going okay. on?
2: That's going to earn naris another roll, but it's going to be a plus five. <clears throat> 17. So Hollyberry begins to growl a little more, and she's now circling Naris. Udo grabs up
1: some. I'm changing my dice. Some food, um, like some of the better food that's still left around, um, gives it to Naris, and then kind of says, "You should give that to, to
2: Hollyberry because I don't think she's very pleased with you right now." So this is a very, very good idea. Arya, are you helping this idea in any way? Sure. It's a good idea. How are you helping this idea? The food on the table is not something that Hollyberry really likes. But this idea would work really well with something that Hollyberry would really like.
3: If only I were a baby that needed protecting.
0: Well, I don't have any dead things. If only you were given treats by druids.
3: Aye, but uh, rumor has it Holly Berry uh, likes to take care of small, small furry things. And uh, right now she maybe sees me as enemy uh-huh. furry thing, but if only... Cricket, oh, well, do, you recall,
5: on. do you recall what the I... druids that?
3: gave you? a that?
2: Cricket, the druids gave you a gift. Do you recall what that was?
5: Oh! Yes, I didn't put it on my character sheet. Yes. Um, I will give, uh, the packets of something. Could you remind me, DM, what it was?
2: It's boar lard, and blood. Big balls of it. Boar okay. fat, lard, lard and, and blood, actually.
5: Uh, Neris, please, um, take this, uh, lard blood packet to give to Hollyberry.
3: I take the uh, pocket and I take a portion of it of this not disgusting, perfectly fine weasel food, and slowly offer it out to Hollyberry.
2: Okay, this is the first time Hollyberry has seen these things. Naris make me one more charisma check, please.
3: I do not want to.
2: Okay, you are are five points under? Yes, you're seven points under. Okay, so even at plus five, you're under. Holly Berry sort of comes forward, is no longer aggressive, and she reaches out her little hands, and she grabs the ball from you and holds onto it at the same time you're holding onto it.
3: Nera slowly removes her hand away from the ball, leaving it in Halle Berry's hands.
2: She sniffs the ball and immediately sinks her teeth into it and begins to drain the blood from the inside and then once that small amount of blood is drained she begins to eat the lard. And this takes maybe a minute or so and she munches it all down and then she begins to run around you bounding and jumping up and down very happy. She's trying to encourage you to chase her
3: uh, Neris realizes we have two hours to kill him, begins chasing Hollyberry. All right.
2: So Neris, good, a with the gun- coat, Neris wearing the giant weasel cloak begins to chase Hollyberry, And the two of them play a form of tag. When you touch Hollyberry, Berry, she consider that to be a bite or a nip. And then she nips you back after she catches you. She doesn't do it hard, but it leaves some marks on your leather armor.
3: Uh, Neris is using all of her tumbling skill to try to stay in earnest away from Hollyberry. Make me Not a tumbling fear, But Neris is trying to make this game difficult for the giant weasel.
2: And this of course encourages Hollyberry. Make me a tumbling roll, please. E twenty? Or use your skill. Your success amount of two keeps you far enough away from Hollyberry and successfully out of her teeth? To not take any damage or have your gear destroyed. And Hollyberry is quite happy that there's clearly another little strange weasel
3: in the group. That's the nicest thing Hollyberry's ever thought about me.
2: Good. Okay. Two hours have passed. I assume no one else is doing anything else. You're just all watching this go on. Or nabbing.
5: Watching and laughing. Okay. Uh I think we're gonna need some food to take with us. Are we getting some food from the druids?
2: There is still a lot of food left over from the night before here on the table. So there's provisions here that you could take the last several days. Uh, and you could throw these in your packs very easily. Cooked ham. There's even some fish. You're not sure where they got them from. Possibly Merkman Lake. Uh, but yes, there's, there's definitely food here. Uh, an acorn bread.
0: okay Okay. we'll take
2: those two hours pass Chris comes back and she has uh, three pieces of blood moss one is large and the other two are small the blood moss is wriggling and moving like it's alive and she says if you crush it and put it on yourself it will encase you and it will take the acid hit
3: will we still be able to breathe
2: Mostly. And she hands you a piece, Naris, and she hands you a piece, Udo, and she says, this one's man-sized. Who wishes it?
0: Arya, you take it. You have the least amount of armor on.
5: Okay, but I'm not man-sized.
2: You are human-sized. She's okay. uh, ca- calling out my, my gender bias and it's true. Uh, it's a D&D term man size, medium or whatever but yes, human size is probably the better way to put it.
3: She's Thank not you, a human either. <laughs> so who's
2: taking the last piece? Cricket? Arya's taking it?
3: Who would have to get closest to the uh spitty boy to do him I damage because I don't think your armor is going to matter much against acid. Kerkora. Once it gets on your skin, you're going to want out of there.
6: Kikoro, I think that you are perhaps one of our better fighters. It's either you or I.
0: Davos, you take it. Please.
6: Very well. I take it.
1: Okay. Udo, th- Udo thinks to himself and says, this makes sense. He can heal a lot. If he can stay
0: up,
2: he can heal everyone else. Indeed, Chris says. Are there any further questions?
0: Uh, where do, you, do, do we need to go first?
2: She points to the map that she gave you and she says, follow this map. It'll take you to Old Man Willow. But don't stray into the hunting moors. Follow the map, please. The hunting moors are dangerous this time and this season. Lots going on there.
1: D- dangerous, dangerous how?
2: Predators. Big predators. Possibly if you will. There's a, a new apex predator in the swamp, and they know it. So their hunting grounds and their hunting ranges are all messed up.
1: Well, what kind of predator would that be?
2: Other flying predators, winged creatures, things that lurk below the swamp, tentacles, big mouths, teeth.
1: So lots of things, or is that just one critter you're talking about?
2: <laughs> That's several, but yes. I hope you get get the point. Okay.
1: Well, uh, let's go talk to this these lizard folk. They might have more information for us. They might even know this dragon's name. That would be great. So you did try to worship it.
2: All right. So you head north then along the trail noted on the map. Uh, What's the party's marching order? And describe to me how you are moving north. It's a relatively clear day. It is not raining. The storm has passed. And it's actually considerably drier than the last couple of days have been. The sun's beating down pretty heavily. It's getting warm now, and the swamp is kind of drying out a little bit.
1: Udo will go Uh. to the lead, walking very, very quietly. He's in his boots, and he will um, stay well ahead of the party and stop frequently to just listen.
3: Is there any kind of trail that we're following on this map, or is it kind of blind best guess for us navigating? Because Nerys is going to be marching behind Arya, trusting Arya can make better sense of the lands and the druid map than uh, Nerys would be able to. There are no signs
2: that anyone's moved through here, but you've seen Arya move through the forest and she can choose to leave no trace. So it's likely a path that's used by the druids that they consider to be safe, but they leave no trace as you go past or they go past rather. As you guys all take it, obviously you're, you're snapping twigs and moving branches aside, you do see that this does kind of align to several game trails that come through here. Certainly, at least as you're moving towards Merkman Lake.
5: Okay. What
3: kind of game does it look like? Wide paths, narrow paths, deer-sized, bear-sized?
2: Narrow path, probably deer, although uh, you do see tracks you don't recognize See if you do, actually. Tracks you don't recognize with massive claws! Tracks you don't recognize sort of mixed in. Not even really tracks. The swamp doesn't keep tracks all that well, but you can tell that some larger creatures have passed this way as well. Maybe bears? Hard to say.
3: Nerys keeps Uh, eyes down the tracks and around for uh, creatures who may be wanting to make a meal of her, or the rest of the party. So marching order is Udo, then who? Uh
0: probably Gregora.
2: Okay, then
5: I'll go next.
2: That's probably a good idea. Arya? Okay. The Neris. Neris and then Davos and Rollin?
6: Yep, sure. Davos.
4: You want me to take the rear, Davos?
6: Uh no, Davos is taking the rear. You're taking Doesn't the want rear. Rollin. Yeah, Davos doesn't want Rollin uh, at the back alone.
4: That's very brave of you. Thank you.
2: All right. So you all begin to move through the swamp. I'm going to have Udo please roll me a D100. Like I said, it's actually a very nice day. You all wonder if maybe the druids had something to do about that. And your D100 roll is what? An 88. An 88. All right. So you're moving through the swamp. And one second here. Um, You come across a pair of what must be druids on this path. You're about three hours, four hours north of the conclave. Now they see you approach and they nod. They have recently killed a creature that smells horrible and looks terrifying. It looks like a horse but it stands about 8 feet tall, it has sharpened hooves, the head of a dog. Uh, it's, it's massive and uh, it's been butchered by them. It looks like they, they raked it apart with natural weapons and managed to kill it. One of them is wounded but is tended to his wounds and they simply nod as you pass by and uh, acknowledge Arya in particular.
3: Is there any way to discern from the way the bodies cut up what they use to kill it? Arrows, scythe, what have you? Magic? So,
2: something it apart and then there are several large slashes in the flanks of the
5: creature. Is Hollyberry interested in this?
2: No, it smells horrible, but behind one of the druids you see a wolf um, sort of eyeing you all from the uh, safety of the forest. It's back in the bushes. You didn't see it at first, but now that you're close, you can see it's watching you carefully. Very large wolf, yellow eyes. It's looking at Hollyberry. Hollyberry hasn't noticed it. The creature smells horrible. The corpse smells horrible, and Hollyberry is staying away from it.
5: Okay. I nod an acknowledgment as well. Okay
2: it's clear they've taken down some kind of corrupted beast. You're not sure what it is.
1: Udo, Udo says to Arya, Arya, do you think there are more of those things? Probably. I don't, I don't
5: like that. It smells bad. It's pretty disgusting. Not even is interested. Nope.
2: Alright, and after you walk past about 70, 80 feet, the smell begins to dissipate. And by the time you're you're past at about 100, 120 feet, you don't even smell it anymore. All you smell now is a swamp and it's, it smells like swamp. Okay. So as you move up the trail, you eventually see uh, an area that sort of rises above the rest of the swamp. Next to it off to the east is the edge of a lake. The lake has risen so high Its banks have overflowed, and it's washed out the game trail you guys are kind of on. you need to go a little off the path, but not too far, and you can see, off in the distance, a very large willow tree. This must be Old Man Willow, one of the places the druid told you guys to stop. There is supposed to be someone here to meet you.
3: How flooded is this trail, or this (laughs) interpass,
2: About 20 feet, so you'll have to okay. go to Okay,
3: Neris will not request that we walk uh, and stay exactly on the path, And 20 feet is, dare say, taller than I am.
2: Well, 20 feet swamped inwards, right, so there's probably two feet of tra- of water on the trail. <laughs>
5: right.
2: <laughs> yeah, you'd still be snorkeling it, given your height, so...
5: Okay. Well, uh, this is the spot that they took us about, so guess we'll see what comes out here.
2: All right. So Uno, you're approaching the tree first. You get close. You said you are what? Ninety feet in front of the party. Yeah. bow shot. Bow shot. Okay. Maybe two. You approach. You, you approach the, the tree by yourself. Uh, you hear a noise from the tree, something up up in the branches, and then you hear someone say, "Stop." Udo stops.
0: Who? Uh, uh,
1: I, I'm um, Udo. Um, we, we were sent to come here and, and, and talk to you.
2: Sent by who? I,
1: I, I'm i not very good at this. Uh,
5: Arya? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come running up. Hello, I'm Aria, and we were sent here by Chris and the other druids to um, seek your help to um, take care of the dragon.
2: So the moment you appear, Aria, and begin talking, you can see someone moving in the trees. It was camouflaged in the willow tree fairly well, uh, using its sort of natural coloring and the coloring of its armor, as well as some, some leaves and vines to conceal itself. It jumps down and stands in front of you udo it's over twice your height it must stand seven feet tall it even towers over you aria and it bows to you um or nods to you aria respectfully and says yes druid Uh, destas scout healer wait for you
5: oh You've been you've been waiting for us. Great! You are going to be the one helping us, because I am speaking. I'm assuming this person is speaking lizard.
2: Common, actually.
5: Common. Oh, very good.
2: Poor common. Uh, broken words, uh, conveying mm-hmm. concepts fairly well, but doesn't seem to have all the grammar down. But certainly knows the words.
5: Um. Uh, I will. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and and you're. Does does he, and he Des-des? points
2: to he points to he points to Udo and says ally?
5: Yes. Udo frantically. Group, nods.
2: Uh, <laughs> he points to the group that's uh, now approaching and says allies.
5: Yes. Uh, does does um I can uh, speak your language if you would prefer uh, to communicate with me that way, um, but uh, common is fine too. Can allies? Allies cannot. Common. Very good.
2: Udo
1: but says in a case. In case really...
5: you need to
1: Oh Udo says in a very small voice. Thank you.
5: I was just saying that in case you needed to uh convey something to me uh with uh with more words, you may.
2: He says to you in the lizard speak, he says, uh, Thank you, druid, I will do so, but must practice uh, the language of humans.
5: So, oh, oh absolutely. We'll spe- I'm
2: will we'll speak their tongue, helps me.
5: Yes, I, I understand that. I'm just trying to say that, in the event that you need, you may not have all the words. You need, you may speak lizard to me, and um, to convey something that you may not have words for.
2: He he points to your animal and says, "Druid friend, Hollyberry."
5: Yes, yes, this is this is Hollyberry. Uh, do be careful. She um, she doesn't quite know you yet. She is a friend of um, us. Um, and the more you're with us, the more she will, um, find you to be one of us as well.
2: Holly Berry begins dancing around Naris, circling her, and chittering. What is she saying? She's warning Nerys that lizard people taste bad.
5: Okay, um, by the way... Oh, dear. De- I'm sorry, Desdes? Desdas. Desdas? Uh, Hollyberry thinks that you taste bad, so that's something in our favor.
2: He looks at you curiously, and then is distracted when he sees Gregora and Davos, and he says in common, metal. And he points. And then he points to yep. Rockland as well and says metal. So much metal.
5: That's right. They are, um, they are highly armored, um... And that's their way, they are, um...
2: Metal bad in swamp.
5: Yes, because it gets wet and uh, rusty and and is encumbering sometimes. Uh, But this is what they have, and this is kind of what they need.
0: He
2: looks suddenly shocked, and he rushes over to Rollin. And Rowan, he's seven feet tall, um, pretty thin, uh, but but definitely muscular, and he rushes over to you, towering over to you, and looks down and says, Elf? Yes. He immediately gets onto his knees and he bows his head and says, Thank you.
4: You're welcome.
2: (laughs) He stays on his knees.
4: Um You may rise.
2: He looks up and nods and does so.
4: Why are you thinking And then
2: he and then he puts his hand on his chest and he lowers his head and says respect
4: I will mirror him
2: He seems satisfied with this, although surprised perhaps. It's hard to read his facial expressions, but And then he goes back over to Arya and says, Leader, pointing at you.
5: No, uh, Davos is the leader, and I gesture to Davos.
2: Goes over to Davos. He looks at Gregora briefly, seems confused, looks at Davos, and then nods and says, Metal Man, leader.
6: Davos nods and says, "Metalman, Davos.
2: Davos, leader, come. And he begins to lead you guys north along the trail.
6: Metal Bad and Swamp. Should should I step elsewhere?
2: Stay on trail. Sink in swamp. Metal heavy. Metal expensive. He seems I, to respect the fact that you have metal. He has none. Um, and before he leads you north, he scrambles back up the tree briefly. He's quite the skilled climber. And he grabs a couple of javelins. And uh, he grabs a shield as well. The shield is made entirely of wood as of a javelins, although there's some kind of stone on the tips of them, possibly obsidian. You're not sure. It looks very sharp.
1: Udo is going to, um, with this, this person leading us, Udo is going to shift to the back of the group and, um, kind of follow a little bit behind, uh, again, being very, very quiet, but not stopping as much. Um, trying to keep up with the group but but mostly trying to make sure no one's following us
2: okay Um, do me a favor and make me a d6 roll thank you Um, you're confident that you're staying just far enough behind and you're observing carefully Um, no one's really following you you suspect there could be some animals that have wandered around um, that might be sort of shadowing you you think possibly predators but they're keeping their distance you're shocked by how loud the group is. In particular, Davos and Gregora, even Rowan too in her plate armor, it's this constant jingle of metal and you suspect it has a lot of the animals in the area spooked and it's probably why you're not being attacked, to be honest, because you're not really acting like prey and these noises are strange and different for this area. Whatever's following you, is, if something is following you, is probably some predator animals, but they're keeping their distance. Good enough. Okay. So you move north and Desert moves you guys at a pretty quick pace. He seems concerned for Naris and for you Udo. He keeps sort of looking back, twisting his head almost entirely around. It seems like he can actually move his head and look directly behind himself. His neck allows him to do that. And he keeps an eye on you to make sure you're not falling behind, Udo. And He's very, very confused by by Nerys and Hollyberry, who continue to kind of play and run around, and Hollyberry is constantly chittering, just complaining about how Lizardmen taste bad. Um, Not sure what that's about, but she wants to see she seems to really be trying to make sure that Nerys understands that. And you get the impression, Arya, that perhaps Lizardmen are poison for Hollyberry. Something about their blood or their tissue is not palatable or even maybe makes, made her sick at one point, so she is really trying to convince Naris not to eat this big, seven-foot-tall blood bloodsack.
5: Uh, Hollyberry, I promise, naris will not eat uh, does, I can't, I can't his Desin. name, Des, what? Desden? Desit.
2: Desit. Can you, can you spell you it? Or destis I'm sorry, Deztis.
5: Deztis. Oh, where do these names come from? Okay.
2: It, it's, a, it's a weird, I had to make up a language for this whole race of people. It's a long story, but it started actually with Cognac's other campaign. Uh, there was one named Kotax I believe.
5: Um, oh, so. yes. I'm familiar with Azkotax. <laughs> yep. Oh. this is Destus. Okay, yeah, Destus. Destus. That, that will help me. I can visualize it perfect. Uh, Destus, um... Uh, yes, yeah, so, um, or Neris. Uh, Holly Berry is trying to convince you not to eat Destus. Um, I will tell her that there is no way that you will be eating Destus. Hollyberry, there's no way Nerys is going to be eating Desdus. Don't Charisma you check, worry. Hmm?
2: Charisma check, please.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, seven. Uh, a roll of a seven is well under your 16. And Hollyberry seems satisfied with this. She stops chasing naris around. She does chirp back at you and says that Um, Nerys is a silly, silly weasel who is always angry and eats everything.
5: Well. (laughs) Yes, but in this instance, I can guarantee you she will not be eating Destus.
2: Hollyberry calms down. And Nerys, all you see is Arya chirping at Hollyberry and making little weasel grunty sounds. And eventually Hollyberry Stops chasing you. Stays near you, but stops chasing you. Every once in a while, Hollyberry runs back to Udo, kind of rubs up against Udo, making sure Udo's okay. Udo, whenever you get too far behind the party, Hollyberry tries to herd you to get closer, I think. And then she runs back up and sort of hangs out with Neris and with Arya. Alright, you're all moving north. Is anybody else doing anything as you're moving north? Alright, Desdes continues to look over at Rawan now and then and offer nods and, and respectful gestures. Not sure if that's about, but he seems oddly enthralled by the elf. He keeps his distance from Davos and from Gregora because they're making a lot of noise in their armor and the sound of metal on metal seems to bother him a little bit. He also is constantly turning his head left and right and sniffing the air. He'll even pause for a moment, sniff the air, and then get on the ground and and put his um, head to the ground or his hands to the ground like he's attempting to to sense something and then keep moving north. After about four hours, um, maybe a little longer actually, it's starting to get dark now and he has found a large tree that has fallen. It's above the swamp. He gets up on the tree, and he looks around, and he says, Camp.
1: Udo looks around and says, um...
2: Tent? Camp. Sky. No rain. Udo says, um... uh, Fire? Destus shakes his head and his tongue flicks out and says light bad smoke bad and he says to Arya, there's enough there are sufficient enemies in in the proximity here that I do not recommend lighting a fire plus the dragon hunts the hunting moors to the west and as do other creatures and the fire might attract it at
6: night but of warmth
2: he points to the skins that Nerys is wearing the furs and the
6: skins, and I point to my waterproof cloak and my armor.
2: And he says, "This says will stay warm." And then he gets under the log, and he lies himself flat, and he gets down into the muck of the swamp. And the muck of the swamp is still pretty warm from the sun hitting it, and he seems comfortable enough.
1: Udo looks around for some dry, uh, like a dry spot to, to lay down.
2: The log itself is dry. The sun's dried it. It's quite large, actually. The tree was probably six, seven feet wide when it fell. And um, part of it's hollowed out, but the inside's pretty rotten. So you, if you sleep on top of it, you're above the swamp.
1: Okay, Udo will try to do that. He might uh, chitter at uh, Hollyberry and um, tell her that he's going to he's gonna nest up here and um, see if she wants to um,
2: like, share body heat with him. She does, but unfortunately she also um, has this new thing with Nerys. She runs over to Nerys as she realizes you're all going to go to sleep now and she herds you and she grabs you with her little hands and she pushes you on top of Udo and then once she gets you on top of Udo she lies on top of both of you.
3: Oh dear. Nerys is apologizing profusely.
1: Oh dear. This, I you know the humiliations of my life have really just kind of really built up to this point i think and yeah this is really quite nice i Aye, but
3: the redder your face gets the warmer you are so feel free to keep rambling i don't want to get cold tonight oh, so as
2: you're as you're talking and supposed to be sleeping hollyberry begins to chastise the both of you about how you need to be quiet and go to sleep
1: now she's, now she yep, great. This is, wow.
3: Neres doesn't know what's going on. Neres continues to mock Udo.
2: <laughs> Alright. So what's everybody else doing now? You've got Udo and Neris in a little hollyberry sandwich on top of this log. What are you doing, Arya?
5: Well, um, so I have some party members, uh, other party members, who uh, may need some warmth, too. So I'm going to ask holly berry um, if she wouldn't mind um, sleeping as a pack.
2: Uh, she has no problem if you come over.
5: Mm-hmm, yeah, but what um, I'm going to also talk about um, Davos, Gregora, and um so, Gregora is fine to not sleep with Hollyberry.
2: So in regards to Gregora, Davos, and Rollin, Hollyberry Gregor and Davos, not weasels. When you mention Rollin, Holly Bear just stares at you.
5: Oh, for goodness sake, can't you get over this, Hollyberry? Ah, oh, fine. Um,
4: right.
5: well, I guess, you know, I don't know, if you three want to just kind of bundle up, the three of us, we can kind of bundle up together. We'll leave the uh, we'll leave the uh, weasels alone.
6: I'll take a watch.
2: Okay, so Davos is taking first watch. You're taking second watch?
4: I will I only have to sleep four hours or meditate. Yep,
6: so okay. Davos takes first watch. He'll wake when we're when we're ready. And in the meantime, Davos cover uh, make sure that they can rest warmly with. Uh, Davos's cloak, so he takes that off and makes sure that everybody can, uh, can rest dry and warm on the ground who isn't next to Hollyberry. Okay,
2: very good. Is anybody doing anything else?
0: Nope.
6: I cast Wyvern's Watch.
2: Okay, very good. So you see Davos encant a spell, and he has made a marking symbol sort of around the camp you're not sure what that's about, but Davos, I assume you tell everyone that there will be some kind of divine protection for the group, correct? Yes. Okay. If nothing else, an alert, right? So... Um, okay. Is
5: anybody going to um, I can do something with temperature, correct?
2: You do have a spell, I believe, called control temperature. Uh,
5: I just can't seem to find that on my sheet.
3: Fourth uh, level control spell control metal. <laughs> <It's
6: whoever laughs> to to in a warm radius.
2: Nice. DM. It's a fourth level I spell. Did, called... I
5: found it. Oh, yep. it's a level four though.
2: It is. It is. It's at the end the of the level.
5: day. Oh, that's right. Yes, very good. Thank you for reminding me that. I'm going to cast it. Here we go.
2: Okay. So
5: Did I take it? Did it go? I did it twice. So at level
3: six,
2: yep, so at level six you're able to control temperature now for a hundred minutes. So you control the temperature and you make the entire area very warm, and that heat lasts for a hundred minutes, allowing everybody to get a decent uh, sleep. Anybody who's not on watch is going to be quite comfy, quite warm, and once that control temperature goes away, that heat will persist for a while, and you end up having heat in the area for three to four hours. So the first watch is incredibly comfortable. Um, The second watch is a little cool, a little cold. The heat will persist a little bit but by the time you know it's early early morning it's pretty cool. There is a need for someone to make me a d100 roll to see what happens at night. Who wants
6: to do it? Uh, I do have a question.
2: Okay yes what's your question
6: uh can heat metal be controlled to the point where it can only it only heats it to a certain temperature
2: no the idea of that spell is to be used offensively and cause that metal to be red hot
6: all right i was just wondering thank you
2: now if druid wants to make a spell that's different and go about that then um,
3: what if you use it like a bed warmer like you heat it to red hot and you gather around it or sink it into like water to make it boil.
2: Yeah, you could certainly do that. Possible. You could, you could find a pool of water would and. You... But...
3: All right. Anyway. What
5: am... Okay. What am I heating?
2: No,
6: don't do this. Okay. <laughs> You're not prepared for this yet.
3: Davos, it'll be funny. <laughs>
2: yeah. You would, you would need to spend some time with the druids figuring out how to make the spell that I think Davos is hoping that you could cast, but. You don't have it yet. All right, very good. So thanks to Udo's role, um, several small animals come towards the camp. None of them trip your spell, Davos. Nothing comes too close. A couple of times, Hollyberry sort of wakes up and looks around um, and seems to be on edge or agitated, but goes back to sleep almost immediately. She does wake you up doing this one time, Udo, but not you, naris You are sleeping soundly, very, very warm covered in your fur and her fur and Udo's leg regardless you all wake up in the morning Desert um, has gotten up with Rollin and sits watch with her saying nothing just to make sure that she's not on watch alone okay it's now morning how Desert restful is that for, for Udo very restful actually very warm and comfortable okay (laughs) so desert hands out some what looks like dried fish Um, it's hard and and he bites through it with his large lizard teeth no problem Um, it's edible but not very tasty you can tell they're his version of rations I
6: have the same exact rations from the uh, frontier militia I believe because they trade with the lizard people. And I bought Um, dried fish rations.
2: You do have the same rations, actually. Udo has some cooked hams,
1: and he um, wants to share those with everyone.
2: He has three cooked hams. Yep, you have ham from the um, druids. You also have acorn bread, and how large are these cook
6: halves for Udo to have been carrying?
2: Three I, I have through the swamp, Two
6: pounds the each. The biggest Pixar mom, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So suffice to say, you
2: share the food from the druids. Um Desit eat or uh, eats his own rations. Um he does offer them to you, rollin They don't look very appetizing, but they are edible.
1: Udo tries to um, offer some of the the ham, the cooked ham, to uh, Destus as well. He smells it, shakes his head, and hands it back. Udo Udo just nods and
2: um, says, "Okay." Uh, Destus says, "I will scout ahead uh, to uh, to you, Arya. This is a dangerous time. Um, Follow me in one hour." And he points a direction, and he's pointing to uh, a small mountain off in the distance. It's probably 10, 15 miles away. You can see it in the morning light as the sun comes up. He gives you a rough direction, and you can kind of see where the trail goes. And following the map, you know where he's going to. So, all right.
5: So he leaves. I will convey this.
2: Okay. Very good. So he's heading roughly towards Deadmire Pass, but not towards the pass itself, towards the mountains where the pass starts. Okay, so Destus sort of rushes off, and uh, you convey this to the group. What's everybody doing?
1: Udo is um, taking the time to clean Hollyberry's fur.
2: Okay, how are you cleaning her
1: fur? Just with my hands, just picking things out, throwing them on the ground.
5: Okay.
6: So what else doing? We- I just had to know: Do badgers eat ticks?
5: Badgers eat ticks.
6: Badgers or yeah. weasels. Weasels. Sorry, do weasels eat ticks? No, I'm pretty sure badgers eat ticks too.
4: Thumbs maybe. Down. Not.
3: I think they do. I don't know. Lyme disease is fought by foxes, weasels, fishers, and martins. Small creatures which frequently Mart- eat ticks. Martins. Weasels.
6: Oh, it literally said weasels right there.
3: Aye.
6: I'm just gonna go, there's a hole over here. Let me just yoink.
3: So while you're burying yourself into the swamp, Nurse is going to be going through her gear checking straps trying to dry what she can and keep it above the uh swamp level as we trudge through it cleaning off her boots and trying to keep them from uh becoming less waterproof or disgusting than they need to be and resisting the urge to play with holly berry while uh, udo is trying to uh, groom her
2: okay good what are you doing
0: Chatting with everyone. Um, I don't
5: know.
2: (laughs) You do notice that the moisture of the swamp has started to take its toll on your gear. Your armor is a little rusted. It's no longer shining the way it was. Um, All of you are starting to feel um, that your gear needs some attention. It'll be fine for a couple more days, but too much time in this swamp is going to be problematic. Okay. All right. Anybody else doing anything while we wait for Desi to come back? I believe I have some
6: oil for armor. Let me double check. Okay. I don't know if I picked that up, but I was wanting to, and I, I don't know if I wrote it then. All right. So,
2: everybody, please roll me a d6. Let me know if you get a 1.
6: I have please. lantern oil, which is not armoring oil. For you, round it's a 1 or a 2. Does lantern oil work? I got a 1. Okay, very good. I'm
2: right you Gregora. Lamp oil is designed to burn. Um, it it would evaporate. provide a, great, uh, a small coating on the armor temporarily to stop rust, but it's going to just evaporate. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And Gregora oh, okay. got a roll. What kind so, of roll?
3: D6, please. I have two vials of oil if we need to be doing armor upkeep. So, Rowan, you flip through that book that the druid
2: gave you, and it does contain information on uh, this area from from a long, long time ago. There's a lot of information here. You do see that the mountains to the east... Are very very dangerous and there are all kinds of strange creatures there. There are even humans apparently who settled there which is incredibly strange given the amount of danger that the mountains present. Giants, dragons clearly. The fact that there are some humans there. As far as you're aware there are no kingdom cities or towns there but the druids have noted at least one human settlement uh, deep within the mountain range.
4: That to you There is must very be curious. some reason they're staying there, then. Something of use.
2: Yep. So, at any rate, um, the druids have no dealings with those humans. They simply acknowledge that they're there, and they wonder if perhaps the reason some of the creatures come down from the mountains is the humans cause trouble. As humans tend to do. At any rate... So you've read through that. You have an idea that this dragon was probably driven from its mountain lair. And if it's down here now, and it was down here some time ago, it's probably well-established. And there isn't a section on black dragons in your book. It's all just sort of contextual information. But you're confident that the dragon probably knows this territory fairly well now, given how long it's been here. Um, Gagora, you rolled a one, so you are the one who, as you're sort of looking at your armor and examining your gear, making conversation, you hear something um, from the direction that Desert left maybe an hour ago, and you're pretty confident that through the swamp and through the, the morning air, you can hear the sounds of some kind of battle happening.
0: I'm going to go over to Udo and mention this noise, see if he's hearing it. And, um, I think it's some kind of battle, Udo. Do you think we should go check it out? I think you could scout ahead.
1: Udo listens very carefully. Is he able to hear anything?
2: Make me a hear noise roll, please. I'll <clears throat> just roll a d100 either way. 92. Ninety-two. You, you you listen, Udo, but all you hear is Hollyberry purring as you pull all the brambles and sticks out of her fur.
1: I I don't hear anything.
0: Can we check it out just in case? I want to make sure I'm not hearing anything.
2: Well, I
3: suppose. Naris, do you, to...
2: you make a... I hear a noise roll, well,
3: Naris? Do I, uh... I assume Grigor is fussing loud enough that I can hear her complaining. I mean, sharing knowledge, sure. right?
2: Well, as far as I'm concerned, you haven't really left the log where Hollyberry is being groomed by Udo, so you're still up there. No longer in a Hollyberry Udo sandwich, but you're still close enough. Okay, yeah, you don't really hear anything either,
6: so
3: I begin helping uh, groom Hollyberry because Hollyberry kept me warm and I am happy. So I suppose it- Wait, I can't hear it either what's that
5: Adia? audio Aria rolled a two did she hear it she did not
1: Udo udo says well, how, well, how long has it been since, uh, since since our escort left
3: should we should we start to follow
1: uh, about, about an hour oh we said to follow after an hour
3: I right, what if he's the one uh, making noise telling us to hurry our asses up uh- I
5: trust Gregora. I, I think we should...
6: Yes, I think we should leave. I think we should go. And he takes his waterproof cloak, cloak and, and uh, whips it to get the mud off and puts it back on. So,
2: Which, which direction did you do did, that? The <laughs> <laughs> <and laughs> warrior did say to stay here and wait for him, but you guys are going to leave? Did he, he to, say to wait or follow? He said to follow after an hour. Oh, that's what he said. Okay, was uh, supposed to say stay here and wait. That's fine. I must have got that wrong. So yes, my apologies. He did suggest that he was going to scout ahead, he was going to come back after an hour or two, and just stay here and wait.
5: Uh, so are you are you switching that around? And that's yep. what we were supposed my, to hear?
2: You were supposed to hear that he was going to scout ahead and come back for you. Yeah, my, my apologies. Oh. Okay. okay. But, Gregorius heard the sounds of some kind of battle or fight.
6: Yes, and Davos is breaking, backing up the position that we should go after it and, and uh, try to back up our ally.
2: Well, but,
1: but, Desta said st- to stay here, Des- and Desta said that you would sink in the, in the swamp.
5: Hmm. Um, maybe I go have a look?
1: Well, you can't go! You... You're
6: the only Udo. one who can talk to anybody here. Udo, can you scout ahead and tell us what your I see?
1: Oh, Ivey. okay, I'll do it. Where's this noise coming from? I I don't even hear it.
2: So the noise is coming from directly north of you, towards the direction that Adestis was moving.
6: And in the swamp, where we can't navigate? Or down, the tra- down
2: down the trail it's like I said towards that mountain where that there's there's a hilly area it's right to the west of the hilly area where he was heading
1: okay Udo will try to follow the path um, as carefully as possible he's gonna go he's not gonna he's gonna move a little ways and then stop he's gonna move a little ways and then stop and keep listening and being very quiet
6: and Davos takes a position uh, three bow, three bow shots behind and motions for others. So you're all going,
2: but Udo's going ahead.
6: Yep, and I'm going to try to be quiet, as quiet as possible as my uh, as my armor allows, sort of wrapping, putting the, my cloak into the armor's um, motion points.
2: Okay, very good. Everybody make me another D6 roll, please. And Udo, if you roll a 1, 2, or a 3, you'll make me a hear noise roll.
5: here's
6: nothing. A d6, not a d8. Gosh. D6, yep.
2: So
1: Udo rolled okay. a 1 and then a did, 71.
2: Okay, but you did roll a 1, so I'm going to say that Udo, you also think you've heard sounds of some kind of fight. It doesn't sound like a battle like Rigor described, but it does sound like almost a, a squealing or grunting or some kind of Creature in pain. You're not sure, but it's maybe a mile ahead, half a mile ahead. You're not you're not entirely sure, but since you guys have left the log and moved north for a time, you are closer now. Udo um, falls back. Let's let's the group
1: know this and then continues moving forward.
2: Okay. Are you all moving forward together, or are you going to stay? Three bow shots ahead of everyone. Udo's going to move back ahead again,
1: but he came back, relayed the information that he's going to move forward again.
2: All right. So it took some time to go back to the group. It'll take some time for you to move ahead of the group again. But after about another half an hour, you finally, Udo, get to the site of the apparent battle or fight. You see Desta standing there surrounded by what was at one point bacon that was still very much alive there are six of them and they look like boars very large boars similar to the boars you saw the hobgoblins had tamed and were using as battle beasts out at east camp these ones here however look wild and their tusks are not filed down um, their teeth are, are, are far meaner looking um, they're not bridled there's no there's no harness on them these are just the wild creatures and, and Destus is standing there surrounded by these, these things that he's killed. And he's badly wounded. He's he's barely standing. You can see that he's been gored several times. He's incredibly angry. One of his javelins is broken. The other is covered in blood. And the only reason he's standing is probably just pure middle finger energy.
1: Udo says, says Destus, are, are, are you in danger?
2: Dead. They're all dead. They're from the Davos
6: Davos comes forward and says heal uh, God will provide or Vith will provide
2: so he holds up his hand and then he points to Rollin
4: okay Rollin looks at him and um, walks toward him she wants, intends to heal him
2: okay He simply nods.
4: Okay. Can I do that? Is that- You
2: can. Go ahead and cast me a cure light wound spell.
4: Okay. I'm going to just click here. Nice. Very nice. nice.
2: That is a, a really good heal. It closes up his wounds. You can see he's still pretty unsteady on his feet, but he again respectfully bows towards you and says, thank you, elf. And then he points to himself and he says, Elf friend. And then he he kneels down and he, he begins to prepare what looks like some kind of strange paste. He's got some leaves, there's some moss. And then he says an incantation. And near as you can tell, he's healing himself in some way. It isn't the same as your cure light wound spell, but he applies the paste and he says some kind of ritualistic word. And since you do know a lot about magic, Rowan, you can tell that this lizard warrior is able to channel a limited version of magic, and further heals himself.
4: Wow. Good.
2: Udo, while this
1: is happening, Udo is kind of uh, keeping an eye on the perimeter.
2: Okay. Uh, Udo and Neris, please make me a hear noise roll. Neris, you were the first one to hear it. You hear a screech from high up in the air above you. It's very faint, but definitely some kind of animal up in the sky. Neris looks up. Uh, Make me a d20 roll, Neris. Rolling. 13. Uh, You see something up in the sky, it looks like a bird, but it's screeching, and you can just barely hear the sound of it. It's pretty high up, but it seems to be circling you all.
3: I go to uh, Arya and wrap her on the arm and point up. Screechy bird. Arya! Yeah,
5: I'm looking for my obscurement.
2: Wisdom, wisdom. Whoa, something happened there. There's some weird side noise. Was that, uh... I'm
6: okay,
5: sorry.
2: It's, it's okay. Wisdom check, please, Arya.
5: I'm working on it. I got I got trouble over here.
2: A two. Ooh. Roll of a two on a seventeen. So Aria, this thing that Neris is pointing to is not a bird. It's far too large. It must be ten feet in in length, maybe longer. It has wings like a bird, the beak of a of an eagle, from what you can see but the hindquarters of a lion.
5: Yeah, this is no good. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I know what this is, and I casted my Obscurement.
2: All right, you're casting Obscurement directly around yourself. Where are you standing in regards to the rest of the group? Were you near desert? Were you back a ways? Where are you?
5: Uh, I thought I was with the group other... Well, because we just kind of piled up, or didn't we? Uh, right behind Udo and uh, Desdis.
2: Okay. So you cast your Obscurement. The, uh, the mist kind of rolls in, creating some fog. As this does so, and it sort of covers you up, and it begins to uh, make it difficult to see around you, you can see that this creature above you is circling lower and lower, and it's coming down towards you all. Gestas has seen it now, and he shouts something in the lizard tongue. Go ahead and make me an Intelligence check, Arya. And he dives away from the group, off to the side, trying to get into the swamp. Okay, your Intelligence check is 9, and your Intelligence is 12. He says Eagle Beast in the lizard tongue. You're not sure what that means. Is he clearly I hiding? He is he is d- he's d- d- he actually dove into the swamp and he's now under the water. Udo just like looks around and goes, well, "We got to hide. We got to hide now."
5: And
1: he any to I guess we got to get
5: on- <laughs> Yep. I guess we got to get under the water. Oh, but we've got metal folk.
2: So what's what you doing? Udo.
1: Udo is hiding in shadows poorly.
2: Okay make me a d6 roll if you roll a one or a two you manage to find some foliage you did not you are hiding at the edge of aria's obscurement but the area around you is swamp water to the left a little bit of grass to the right you're relatively open next is neris what are you doing
3: i would be hiding in shadows as well
2: so neris simply crouches right down next to aria finds a large chunk of plant and completely covers herself in it. And she gets, you can't see much, Nerys, but pretty much anything that looks at you is going to assume you're part of the plant. Well done. Rowan.
4: I'm in heavy armor. There's not a lot of hiding going on for me. Um, is, are there any like trees around or bushes I can just kind of jump into?
2: No, you're in kind of a hilly area. And the only thing that's going to provide some concealment is Arya's Obscurement, which okay. is, I- Aria, you're at the back of the party, correct? Because it was Udo up front and Davos came up. So Davos and Udo were near desert or Desdis, rather. Um, yes. So you're back away from the party. But, uh, Rowan, you're close to Aria, so you can stay in the Obscurement and possibly okay. have Concealment, or you can try and find better hiding.
4: No, I'll remain there and draw my bow.
2: Okay, very good. Next is going Davos to be Aria. Sits-
5: oh, right. Next is me. Yep, what are you doing, Arya? Well, I did my obscurement. Uh, oh, oh, I can turn it I can do I can become a tree too. So tree thing works. So if I do the tree thing, can I also um, hide these other folks?
2: So you can become a tree. Uh, with level four spell, right? Let me look it up here real quick. Level four spell. Level three, tree. Yes, you can appear to be a tree.
5: Yes, um, and will I... I will I will also enhance my obscurement for the other folks? Well, you'll provide some cover. Um, now,
2: appearing to be a tree, I believe, is an illusion, is it not? Click on the spell. Let's see what it, su-
5: it says I assume the form of a living tree or shrub.
2: So it's actually, you actually become a tree. That's, that's right. I think you have hallucinatory terrain. So, yeah, yes, and
5: I am in fact a tree or a shrub. Yep. So I think I'm going to do that. And to give my friends some more...
2: Okay. Places so You become, to hide. You become basically, you become basically a, a broken, rotten oak tree um, with a couple of branches sticking out. Looking very large, you stand up maybe 10 feet tall. Um, you're mostly the tree trunk and a couple of branches. Naris you see this, and I'm going to assume that your hiding in shadows is enhanced even further because you're now hiding in Arya's shadow. At any rate, everyone suddenly sees now in this fog of obscurement, a tree has suddenly appeared. And if you make your intelligence check, you'll probably think it's Arya because you know she does the tree stuff. Davos, you are totally confused by
6: this.
2: (laughs) Colin, you are not. Gregora. Gregora, you are also totally confused. Davos and Gregora see this sudden tree there, and they think, what the hell's going on? Very, very confusing. (laughs) Nerys, you were already right next to Arya, so you saw her cast this, so you don't have to roll. Okay, what is Dabbles doing? Or oh, sorry, Gregorius next. Gregorius first. Yeah. Yep. You doing?
0: I am standing in right next to our, um, Rollin and defending her.
5: Oh
6: wait, Rollin okay. is out in the open. I thought so. Rollin's Rollin
2: in the obscurement field, but she's uh, potentially open. The obscurement makes it harder for you to see, but you can still be seen.
0: I'm standing right next to her and guarding her. Waiting for peace to come down to swing.
2: Very good. Looks like you've got a personal defender, Rowan. Gregora is making sure you
6: are safe. Davos, what are you doing? Davos is going to position himself uh, slightly away from the party, because this creature who knows more about the swamp said to scatter, basically, effectively. Mm -hmm. So he's going to try to get into the swampier area... Well, not swampier. uh, Onto some area where there are tree roots where he can stand safely, uh, and prepare.
2: You're in an obscurement field, so make me a dex check, please, since you said tree roots.
6: Fucking hell. Why? Okay, well, here we go. You. Oh, I got that, okay.
2: You skillfully navigate the tree roots, and you think you found a place where you can kind of hide away from the party. Go ahead and make me a d6 roll, please. If you roll a six, your hiding place is basically swamp water, which is bad. Three. A three. You have concealed yourself in some grass and uh, some boggy shrubs. It's it's not much, but it's better than where you were, and you're still inside Aria's concealment field. Okay, experiment. and
6: I'm going to start casting chant.
2: Okay, so you begin to cast chant. There is a buffet of wind as something slams into the ground. You hear some screeching noises, and you can see this creature is pretty large. It's got a wingspan maybe of 16, 17 feet. Um, it moves around. You can't see very well from the skirmish field, but it picks up a couple of things off the ground, and it flies away.
6: I stop casting chant.
2: Aria's Obscurement Field a few uh, minutes later um, dissipates and you can see that it picked up four of the boars that were killed by Destis and it has flown away to the north to that mountain that you guys were heading towards. Destus gets out of the uh, muck in the water and he says um, eagle beast feeding its young, um, nest high up in the mountains, much metal, many shinies.
6: Very well. We are more interested in the dragon who's terrorizing your people. If you know how to handle this eagle beast well, we don't care for it. It is not of our concern. Davos says, bravely stepping out from behind a tree. (laughs) Bravely.
3: With such bravery. Tuxedo mask in here.
2: (laughs) It's clear the creature simply wanted to get the dead boars, and it's bringing it back to the the nest. Um, Desert points to the mountain, and he says Eagle Beast, and then he points to the west through through what must be the hunting moors, and he says Dragon. Udo points at the mountain and says Can it see us from here? Eagle Beast? Yes.
1: Udo nods. Um, So Udo points around at everybody who's wearing shiny armor and says Um Eagle Beast can see them. Yes
2: Yes. Sunshine, Eagle Beast, hunt um, We're lucky ate the hell tusks. Udo he points to the carts of the boar.
1: Udo looks at everyone that's wearing armor and goes, Do you all have cloaks?
6: I reiterate, my cloak is sort of wrapped around me to deafen the sound of my armor moving around. Under my arms and then up and tucked in up here.
1: Do Gregor I and have, Rylan have my
3: uh, waterproof cloak if someone needs it?
0: I believe I have a cloak on.
1: Okay. Uh, that's good. <laughs>
2: Okay. I believe everyone does have a cloak. Not everyone's cloak can can completely conceal their armor, however, but they can at least provide some protection against the reflective light.
1: Udo just kind of says, well, I think it's probably best if we uh, keep cloaks on and we can we can toss them off if, if, um, you know, if we if we need to.
2: Testus says, yes, and you notice that his spell has finished healing him. Uh, He was pretty badly wounded, but thanks to both Rowan and his own uh, primitive magic, he's managed to to get himself moving again, and he looks much better than he did. So he points towards the direction of the dragon, and then points towards the direction of the Eagle Beast Mountain, and he, he says, we must go there, and then west.
1: Udo says, well, we will follow. And then he kind of gets back into the back again.
2: He leads you directly towards this Eagle Beast mountain. And um, you get relatively close to it, actually. You're at the base of the mountain now. And you can see that this this part of the mountain has fallen away. And the, the hilly area here looks like a chunk of the mountain that um, was weak rock. And, and Udo, you, know, you can tell this is combination of limestone and some calcified rock it's fallen apart for the most part and the hills that you're sort of walking through now and you're almost leaving the swamp if you will um, are just chunks of the mountain that fell away a thousand years ago and have since had you know growth on them there's a sheer cliff in front of you of sort of weak rock and about three to four hundred feet up you can actually see what looks to be a large nest you're not that close to it right now Um, Destus has you all moving very quietly and slowly, and then he, he points to the west now. He wants to leave this area, circumvent this mountain, and go directly west. Okay, so no one's staying, or no one's uh, wants to investigate this nest. Very good, you're all following Destus, and you move off to the west, following him back towards the swamp. So skirting the edge of the hunting moors, after approximately another two to three hours of moving through this area, now it's it's getting late into the second day. Um, he motions to an area of of swampy trees and an area where the mountainous hills uh, sort of begin to encroach upon the swamp, and he points and he says, "Dragon." You apparently arrived in the proximity of the dragon's lair.
6: Where does it come from? Are there many entrances and exits?
2: He says cave, uh, cave near the uh, edge of swamp. Buddha says, and what? then he spells he says blood, blood, blood. Buddha says one cave, one cave, but blood, blood near, Fresh. And Des t- t- touches down. says, "Fresh blood," and he begins to move slowly forward by
6: himself.
1: Udo, Udo, gets his
6: negotiated will... out. We should, we should hide. Udo, you should, you or or some of us, one of us must uh, go with him to make sure that it, uh, the rest of us can follow and and get a a good attack. And if the the creature is outside the cave. He, he he
2: sniffs the air again, and he he turns suddenly to the west, and begins heading back towards the mountain. He says, "Blood this way."
1: He uh, looks at the group and goes, oh, "Like this way, I guess," and he and he follows at a little bit of a distance. Is it?
6: Is it that? Um, is it far enough away that it may be the manticore... That uh, eagle beasts.
2: Doesn't look at you, and, and he stops. And he thinks for a moment, and he nods, and he stands up. Just blood there, dragon there.
6: Would the dragon attack the eagle beast? Does we shrug. Would, it, would we see from here?
2: It says he doesn't know.
6: I ask uh, Rollin, can you see when you were looking at that uh, eagle beast? Could you see where it went? Could you see features of it from your uh, from your height from your perspective?
4: It's um, it's a griffin. And nice? I know it's a griffin. Um, but uh, I don't know if I could. I tell.
2: Yeah, you're pretty confident it has a nest up in the up in the mountain there. And in fact, as I mentioned, you saw that cliff face, and about 300 feet up, you think you saw a nest. That's probably where it lives. Destus is looking or smelling uh, blood, and uh, Roll, just make me a I don't know a D6 roll. Okay, one or two. Let me know.
4: Yeah, it's a negative.
2: Okay. Yeah, you didn't. You can't really see what he's smelling. You you can tell that. Um, What he's smelling is more towards the Eagle Beast's lair than the Dragon's lair. So if you were to walk maybe a couple of hours to the west, um, you'd probably get back to the mountain where the Eagle Beast lives. Uh, It's clear that the Eagle Beast and the dragon have overlapping ranges where they hunt. It's surprising they haven't come into conflict yet, although obviously it's pretty clear the dragon, as fearsome as the Eagle Beast is, the dragon could probably take it out easily.
4: And I also know that we can tame one of their young. The elves know how to do that. FYI. Neat. Nairus
3: yeah. looks equal parts amazed and horrified.
4: Could be useful to have on our side one day, but it would probably take a lot of time to do, so.
3: Mm. Udo
1: says to um, Destus, when does the dragon hunt?
2: Tessa says twilight, and he looks around and he says one hour. Udua says, does it hunt every night? He shakes his head.
1: Do you know when it last hunted?
2: He nods. Three days ago.
1: Will it hunt again soon? He shrugs. Udo doesn't know what to make of that Udo ponders for a bit and then says well maybe it ate a lot maybe it's uh, sleeping he
2: says sleeps in its cave he says, come, and he, he, he abandons the smell of blood uh, because Davos uh, and others, uh, was it you, Davos, who said, is that, no, it was, um, who, who suggested it was going to be the Eagle Beast's kill?
6: That was Davos. That
2: oh, was Davos, okay, I saw that, sorry. Uh, so Davos, yeah, you, you have him abandoning his curiosity as to what that smell of blood was, and the fact that he could smell blood possibly up to a mile away was pretty damn impressive. Regardless, he leads you back to the west and you creep along the base of the mountain, circumventing the hunting moors, the dragon's hunting ranges, and pretty soon you come to what can only be described as a hole in the ground, a hole maybe 40, 50 feet wide. It's up in a hill and it seems to go directly into the earth. Around it are bones and you can even see uh, some of the bones looking at Odestas. The skulls are of his people. They have been discarded here. And this is clearly the dragon's lair or where it lives. And you notice that this was at one point covered up. It looks like there was overgrowth. Vines and moss and plants and everything else had covered up the entrance. But something had cut the plants away and gone down there to investigate and likely woke it up. So, at any rate, there's probably a dozen or more skeletons strewn outside the lair. They're bleached by the sun. Uh, The entire area is just a little little swampy, but uh, are you creeping to the lair to see if these skeletons are human or not?
1: Udo's not very concerned about the skeletons. He imagines that they are probably dead, and... um... Uh, isn't very concerned about them being more or less dead. Um, but he... He's definitely creeping up and he's
2: listening and trying to hear if he can hear dragon breathing. Okay, make me hear noise roll. And you creep up right to the entrance. Uh, it's starting to get a little dark now. The sun is going down in the west. And... It's quiet. It's eerily quiet. There are no birds here. There are no animal noises. Even the swamp is quiet, and there's sort of a, uh, a slightly sour smell in the air all around the lair, but you hear nothing.
1: It smells bad again.
5: sour could that be the acid
2: so you know you've gone back to the group and you've reported back I assume oh I'm sorry uh yes
1: okay yep it's um it's uh smells bad don't like it um doesn't smell like gold I can tell you that much
2: Desus says, "Smells like dragon."
1: Oh, that would make like sense. Dragon.
2: That would make sense. Dragon, dragon inside.
5: So, Desus, have you ever been inside before?
2: He shakes his head. Must climb down. Inside is death.
5: Uh huh. But if we bring it out, we're dead too, right?
2: Outside, it kills from from air. No chance. How big is the hole? 50 feet wide.
1: 50 feet. Oh, man. If only we had a bunch of piano wire.
5: (laughs) Nope. I can't say that I have any piano wire.
2: Destus points off to the side. You notice he has several vine ropes. And he says, must climb down.
1: Udo, Udo, look like, kind of gathers everybody together and says, maybe we should go back and try to find some supplies for this. We could, if we had some, some thin wire, some real strong wire, we could string it across this, and when the dragon tries to fly out, it could get caught in it. Maybe hurt itself real bad.
3: You think wire's going to stop something that can spit acid? Well, it might not see it. It's getting dark.
2: This just says, hunts at night, vision best at night. Well, that's no hunts good. Dusk. And he says, dragon is shaman. Well, that's... That's
1: fantastic. This... This is great.
2: And then he says, dragon ate shaman.
6: He <laughs> looks really sad.
1: Yeah, but we, we, we
6: heard about that. Are we... Is Davos there? Yeah, everyone's there. Oh, U- Udo's okay. back with the group. So, okay. So, uh, Udo, did you see any human skulls there?
2: Yeah, I think so. He did.
6: Do you think it's possible that our that people from uh, how far are we? Oh, you know what? I should probably do a a lore geography check or something. Do we have anybody mm-hmm. who knows the art geography? Just you can make ask an ask the
2: group unskilled role if you want.
6: Yeah, I'm just going to ask the group um, as well as my archaeology uh, check to know what kind of area. Fuck. Um, I'm going to ask the group, hey, do we uh, Do you, does anyone here know how far we are from Ashbrook? We did um, visit there recently. Do you think that for they the, may have come up this way?
2: For the podcast, Davos had a really bad role there, by the way. Real bad. Okay. 19. So Davos even with your 19 you're you're pretty far from from Ashenbrook. You don't think that these would be people from Ashenbrook. You're far closer to the frontier farms and obviously the frontier militia. So if the if there are humans here and the dragon is preying upon humans, it's likely going to eat humans that are closer, not ones that are several days flight away.
6: No, I I suspected that people from Ashenbrook maybe Come came this way to look for new mining areas.
1: Well, most of the skeletons were wearing symbols of Vith, so you know, I don't know what that means.
6: Hmm. Most likely from the kingdom proper. Yep. Most yep. likely from the
1: Probably farm. stealing children right out of the right out of the bedrooms in the in, in Vithier. <laughs>
2: So, is, is I the, must climb down
6: is Deploy the, the is are the, is this entrance wide enough to or too wide to block off
2: it's 50 feet and it's right into the side of a hill there are no significant rocks or, or ways to block it unless you wanted to employ some people to haul some, some rocks here
5: Well, I think we've got to figure out kind of the lay of the land and uh, what this uh, dragon is doing. Hopefully it's sleeping and we can figure that out. I, I don't know, do I walk in there and with my past without a trace and see what I can find?
3: Can dragons smell ya? Yes, guess nods. Affirmatively, or...? Affirmatively. Alright. Uh, I don't think your Pass Without Trace will stop him from sniffing you out of here. Do the
6: skeletons... Do the pieces of skeleton smell of the dragon?
2: Destus shakes his head. It smells of dead. And then Destus says, Dragon doesn't smell as well as Destis."
6: That's good to know. Thank you, Destus. You, you're... Uh, your sense of smell is quite prodigious.
2: He
3: simply nods.
6: Probably doesn't know what I have just said.
3: (laughs) Nerys leads into uh, Rollin. Was that a compliment or an insult?
4: (laughs) Might be both.
2: (laughs) Des just points at you, Rollin, and the Dragon's Lair, and shakes his head. And then he points at you, Gregora, and your sword and nods. He seems confident for some reason, Gregor, that you can take the dragon. Um, Or at least that you're a a powerful warrior who he sees covered in metal with metal weapons, and obviously you're formidable. He's clearly worried for Rowan.
0: I nod at him.
6: We don't want to take the dragon and its lair. That's I'd rather take around, it where
3: it can't take flight.
6: Where, it's, where, while it can fly around, it would have trouble squaring us all with a single um, attack, with a single breath.
3: Well, we know it hunts at night. Why not come back midday and prepare more now be- that we know what it looks like?
6: I think that would likely be our best choice, and we should probably sleep out here. Rather than going in there, and I if it's
3: hot and during born. the night, and this is where it lives, I don't think it's best for us to be unconscious at the prime of its hunt.
2: So justice hears you save us and says, "Not safe here."
6: Where is closest? Where is the closest safe place?
2: He points at Arya. All the way back to the. Can druids. I know. Do
5: you mean nowhere?
2: says nowhere here safe druid safe
6: to fight this we will need to have additional equipment we'll need to have some some things to trap it to make sure it can't fly but yet uh, that we can move around more fight it on open ground where its breath can hurt us less
4: we might not have time for that. We might be forced into a situation here. Um, if we can't get to safety, we might be forced to fight it.
6: Yes, but we need to, then we need to leave for now. You'd- I would like to get some experience or some more understanding of what's there, so that we can set a proper trap.
4: DM, would that be possible? Do we have time enough to like leave where it won't see us when it's flying overhead and hunting? Is
6: it is it flying over our head and hunting right now? I think well, I'm not saying it's that it's player. doing that right
4: now, but it's getting Dez near does, the time.
2: As said, is it it hunts at dusk or night? And um, he said that it's in its lair right now. He can smell it, um, and then he says you have to climb down, and he does have vine ropes to help you climb down.
4: What so, time is it?
2: It's pretty much just after dusk right now. There's a sliver of light from the sun that you can see over the mountains but, um, or over the, over the west, but not much. In fact, pretty soon it's going to be hard for Gregora to see and Davos. This is, Ar-
6: it's, this is its prime hour. We can't fight it on its turf when it's awake and rested after we've traveled all day.
4: Well, it might be coming out soon. Any minute.
6: And if it does, it then we'll hope. Have... Go ahead.
2: Can't fly in lair.
4: But it can crawl out and then fly, right? Yes. Does it I do that, that every day? Craw-
2: crawls to entrance and then spreads its wings and flies up.
4: And but you're not aware not- of any back entrance?
2: Jumps, jumps from the mouth of cave and in, into the air.
3: So do we want to use some of the uh, no-acid moss, cover ourselves, climb down, and stop the shit out of it, or are we leaving?
1: Sounds like, um... Udo says, well, I, I don't think it's gonna... If it, it doesn't take off until it gets out, I don't think my wire ID is gonna work. Um... Uh, yeah. We probably gotta fight it in there.
6: Its breath will surround us. Whatever it you, it says it spits acid that's the point of the moss then only three of us can fight at once
2: acid like javelin and then he points directly in front of himself with this
3: javelin Iso can only spit at one of us at once
5: and we can't be near each other
1: Udo says how many times can it can it spit
2: Distus Doesn't know. Shakes his head.
3: Flammable? You're asking Justus? Yes, burn. Burn?
6: Does the acid burn, are you asking,
3: Neris? No, I'm reckoning the acid'll burn me, but if it's flammable, let it spit at us and torch the little lizard. All right, this big
2: what's, lizard. acid yeah, is liquid. And he shakes his head.
3: What's Hollyberry Berry doing?
2: Hollyberry Berry is just curious, yeah. jumping between sort of you, Udo, and Aria.
3: I don't want Halle Berry going in there.
6: I say we can likely, if we can get the bro, uh, the the steel cables that you're talking about, or any kind of cabling, that you're talking about, Udo. it crawls
3: out. It's not gonna hit it with enough force to wound yeah. it. That that won't that won't work. Well, then we, we could can try maybe and pin its wings, or shred them, or and cut off. And Yaris holds out. Truthbringer and Willowwind. Udo holds out. Negotiation.
2: I, I I love these ideas, but understand there is no such thing as steel cable technology. Yes, but there the might be wire
1: world. rope, right?
2: There is. There is wire rope. Um, and if you were back to the kingdom, you could find some. You're not going to
3: find any around here. That's such a long walk, though. But, but we Udo... take the dragon, go fly, get to the wire cabling, fly back, charm wears off of the dragon, then we kill it.
1: And Udo might be able to help uh, the uh, the blacksmith to make a wire rope, if, if that were a viable thing, but I don't it think it it's going so to be a, a viable
2: thing here.
6: I don't think the iron that they get here is going to be of high enough quality to actually make wire rope.
2: You need steel. Iron's too brittle.
3: Yeah. Hmm. So we're at cover ourselves in the no acid goop and shred the little thing's wings.
2: Desdis asks, ask what you need. And he points to the dragon's lair. I I
3: says,
2: an army? Rope
6: that we can. <laughs> We need rope to, to prevent it from flying for a moment or two, to make its wings weak.
0: How will we get the rope onto its wings?
3: What about a net? Trap it like a fish. Real Is pain in the area? ass to get out of it, if you ask me. Tribe
2: tried this. Tribe covered entrance in large uh, rope net. Held it for a moment. Rope free. Breathe on net, net disintegrated,
6: net is Long enough, long enough to jump down on wings.
2: Uh, he doesn't really understand, and he shakes his head. He's a little confused by what you're proposing. He says, "Can get tribe to come block entrance, but that could come out kill us all."
3: I'll hide in the shadows, I'll go in there, I'll shred its down wings. If it tries to spit on me, I'll break up this moss stuff that the druid gave us.
6: I think we need to the make sure that we're not letting it fight on its terms. It likes flying and during the night, being able to see. It may be sensitive to sun.
3: Maybe be so sensitive to torches and fire. Yes,
6: but it, probably not as much arc- as sunlight.
2: It's black. Night is black. Never hunts when moon is out.
3: Never hunts when moon is out. Yes. It's.
6: There is light, most likely.
3: Is there a moon? There is, there is a tiny
2: sliver of a moon. Barely anything. It's not enough. To Aria,
5: moon. can you make that more moon? I can make
6: fairy fire. Oh, that would be interesting. Make the dragon glow. The size
3: of the moon? (gasps) Glow dragon.
6: But I don't think that the dragon would really be hurt by its own body shining.
4: I have light memorized, but does it avoid the light? I don't have continual light memorized.
2: Rowan, well, you had the best introvision of the group, and you do notice that the dragon's lair is warm. You can see thermals rising up, now that it's dark, from the cave. It's very warm underground.
4: Looks like it's uh, getting hot and heavy in there, so... Uh... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Earth holds up sorts. so I kill it now? If, we, if it feels a bit nippy-noodles out here, we can always um, go in there and warm up.
3: Naris begins walking towards the entrance of the cave with both of her swords out.
6: It's possible that Oh my goodness. Naris, hold. Please. We
2: does this brings you a rope, Naris? Uh, a vine
3: rope.
6: Naris, hold please. I think there's more I'll
3: hold the rope, yeah.
6: There's more No, hold hold your hold your your swords. Don't go in there. Hold your Yeah, hat. that's
3: what you have to do to swing them.
2: Deztis Don't. looks at you, Davos, and says, Dragon can hear.
1: Udo says... What's his um, Udo says, well, there was a great gnome years and years and generations ago, and his battle cry went something like
3: this. He goes, Leroy...
6: Pretty much, pretty
3: much. (laughs) Well, I guess we all have to leave now, Maris yells and begins walking towards the entrance with the rope. Oh my fucking god. I guess we'll we'll
1: go out into the open space under the not existent moon as he walks towards the hole.
6: Davos (laughs) is slapping his own face with a gauntleted hand.
3: Y'all are overthinking it, you want... Y- you think? No, <laughs> and then with not. that, nurse goes, holds her swords out, goes like this. <laughs> says to... Okay, so Devo says to
6: her, we need to... Okay, so basically this this thing may n- may use InfraVision. If the cave is warm, it was going, it may see the difference in our heat. It may not be able to see the difference in our temperatures with heat uh, between the surrounding cave and us. Yes? Nope. Is that it right? Um...
2: Destis looks to Relevant. you, Aria, and says, They're too loud. Shut them up. The dragon will hear.
4: Um, I can cast I mean. silence.
5: Arya. By the way, invisibility to animals, does that work on dragons?
2: No, they're magical creatures. They're not animals.
5: Damn it, that would have been awesome. Yeah, uh-huh. you uh-huh. can't tame a dragon. So
2: again, Desda says to you, Arya, they're all being too loud, and he points at Davos. He's saying this in Lizard Man, Shut them up, Davos. The Dragon here. Shh,
5: Dragon, is listening.
6: I point at Nerys and Udo. Have been shouting this whole time.
3: I switched to gestures. we're still walking over. <laughs> I switched to gestures after uh, one of us got shushed.
1: Udo's got his quiet boots on but he's just like moseying up to the edge of the the thing with his with his sword and uh
3: can uh, you tap dance without making a sound I don't know I'll know your armor <laughs> down
1: Udo's gonna gonna well, just... start crawling down in there
2: alright so describe what you're all doing so Udo
6: Davos is wondering what the hell the plan is. Udo
1: is um, gonna take one of these these uh, ropes, these that are there, and uh, quietly climb down in and uh, stop every few every couple feet. Listen, look if he can. He's probably gonna use his other Very vision good. and um, and try to see as much as he can. Okay, d one hundred roll, please.
2: that's a three very nice you climb down with expert skill you're now at the bottom the bottom is 70 feet um, below the um, entrance and you can see that the sides of this cave are rock and the dragon climbs up with its claws you can see um, with your heat vision uh, you can just make out the, the areas of the of the rock where the dragon's claws have dug in it climbs up it launches itself out of the cave and flies up into the air okay you're down neris what are you doing
3: uh to be clear you were describing what it does and not what it just did yeah
2: describing what it does azuto goes down Okay.
3: <laughs> well, how, it gets, shit.
2: <laughs> how it gets out it basically climbs the wall it's pretty big this dragon and it's able to uh, get red right out of here and sort of rise up um, and it's not quite 70 feet, but it's it's a pretty high up there. You're, you think you're probably at least 50 feet underground, maybe more.
3: Neres, uh, that her, uh, blood moss creation is in her front belt pouch. Kind of gesturing to Davos, gesturing to the blood pouch. Whisper, it, make the little whisper emoji, and then carefully, as quietly as she can, climbs down after Udo.
2: Alright, D100 roll please. Okay, That's a 46. And you see similar to what Udo sees. Um, uh, you lower yourselves down, you climb down, you notice the large claw marks. Um, whatever claw here is quite large. Um, the tunnel at the bottom, the cave appears to be part of a natural rock cavern. Um, the walls are 25 to 30 feet um, straight up, so it's obvious that the creature can can probably move about here, crawling about with some degree of freedom. It is damp down here. The moisture from above leaks in, and there's mist along the bottom. The entire foot of ground floor is covered in a sort of rolling mist as the, the heat from the rocks hits the cool air, and all of the water condenses. And this mist moves about both you and Udo as you're down there.
3: What does... Udo's heat signature look like compared to the surrounding area
2: he's only slightly warmer than the surrounding area okay
6: so I just want to be clear Neris just told uh, Davos to follow her into the
3: cave yes Neris showed Davos that she's planning ahead she has the moss she will be quiet and off she goes
6: Okay, so clearly Davos needs to follow Neris into the cave because that's what she just she just told him to do.
2: Well, next is Rollin. Rollin, what are you doing?
4: Um, No one has asked me to go down there, and I'm being very quiet. So Rollin just has her bow and arrow readied um, and is kind of pointing it towards the hole. She is not entering the hole yet.
2: Okay. Arya.
4: Um, Arya,
5: I think, is going to... I don't know. Where is Arya in relation to everybody else?
2: Benaris knew to have climbed down. Deztis has put several ropes down, he's, he's bracing them on his side. He's tied them to um, tree roots and, and whatever he can find, but he's holding them as well to make sure the ropes are secure to have you climb down.
5: So that I can climb down?
2: Anybody who wants to can climb down. He's helped both Neris and Udo climb down already.
5: Yeah, I don't think I want to climb down yet. Uh, cause I don't think I was actually told to climb down. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea for me. So I'm gonna hang out here and I'm gonna get ready to, to do pyrotechnics if I need to. If that, uh, if it comes out.
2: Um, and just to clarify, so Udo and Naris, there's the entrance um, that you're down in, the opening of the cave, is about 30 to 40 feet wide, and like I said, 25 to 30 feet tall, and there's nothing down here at all, it just looks like a cave that goes into the earth, so you're in the entrance, but you don't see anything in your proximity. It looks clear. We can clear.
3: tell it goes deeper though, yeah?
2: Absolutely, yep. I'll, I'll put right. you over into the map in a second. but. So Arya is going to hold action. Gregora, what are you doing?
0: I am going to hold action. Um, I don't want my armor to wake the dragon up because I know it will because play armor is loud.
2: Okay, very good. And finally, Davos.
6: Davos asks for Gregora's extra, um, extra uh, crossbow with the um, poisoned bolts.
2: I do not believe she took that. And using a crossbow is against your religion.
6: That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. However, it's not against Rowan's religion, is it? oh it
2: is. Does
0: Rowan know how to use a crossbow? It is against
6: Rowan's religion.
2: Rowan can use a pulled bow as an elf, and her because she worships an elven god, the god permits it. Davos, what are you doing?
6: Uh, Davos is preparing and he's going to whisper to everyone. Um, they're likely going down to try to shred the dragon's wings before it can hop out. But it, if I understand what's happening it, it could be a suicide mission if they're um, unable to get back out. I, have, I whisper to Destas to pull up a couple of the ropes so that if the dragon spits at them they won't burn
4: <laughs> he just pulls all the ropes up
6: <laughs> I said a couple of the ropes Sorry, because guys. they don't want them to burn <laughs> I asked him to pull up a couple of the ropes I didn't say See all the later. ropes I don't say the ropes I say a couple so that Luck they don't burn when he acid is to spit on them as they will because that's what's going to happen <laughs> Estes <laughs> points down and says, "Dragon down below. Dragon allies down below. Dragon will come up.
2: Ropes, ropes escape." Then he says to he says to Ra, his, his, his to Aria, in in lizard speak, uh, "What's what's the plan here? What what is the intent? Are the little ones attacking Dragon themselves? Are all these here cowards?"
5: It's well. Uh, let's see, uh... This is i a... I don't know what the plan is, nobody really talked about it, uh, but it oh, sounds Oh, we talked like... about a
6: plan, but then two of us went off and said, Nope, we're not gonna plan anymore, <laughs> this, we're in.
5: So it looks like the two- and I'm saying this quietly- It sounds like the two, uh, the two stealthers are going down Uh, to shred some wings, I guess. Uh, we. I don't- I don't know, I heard wings shredding. I I don't know what's happening.
3: First we didn't want to fight it on its own terms, then we wanted to fight it on its own terms, then we wanted to fight it where it couldn't fly, then we wanted to fight it where it could fly, then it wasn't going to hunt, then there wasn't enough moon.
2: Is Neris mumbling in the entrance of the dragon's cave?
3: Oh. Mm. No Neris is not. thinking to uh Truthbringer.
2: Okay. What is Neris thinking to Truthbringer?
3: This dragon. Something's going to die down here. <laughs> true. true. Udo, Udo, you hear true you
2: hear Neris, Udo, you hear Neris say very loudly, that is likely true.
1: Udo's uh, eyes get real real big yes. it may allow him to see better
5: <laughs> that's just we didn't talk about this I, I don't know it doesn't we don't know what don't we're getting we hear- into. We're down there the, the, the metal is going to be loud and obnoxious Davos we need says, an idea what's going on first
6: Davos puts his fingers to his lips and whistles like the wind
4: Why? What are you doing? Out- Okay, out of, Shush. Okay, everyone's- Okay, DM's gone, but like, out of character. What the we f- is plan- sing- the plan? Are we signaling the dragon to come out? How, a-
6: how would we do that? No. What, what, I don't know, who, with who a who whistle like a
4: dog. I don't know. We had
6: two- We had like eight people whistle like a dog. We had- wh- Where did the dog come from?
4: Well, I'm saying, like, you oftentimes whistle for your dog, you know? Okay, the dog doesn't matter
0: right now.
6: Okay, but, so we've got we've got two people down there, they just spoke really loudly. We've got three people up here who are talking really loudly. One of us just said the dragon's probably gonna wake up and like Arya is talking to Desdes about how she doesn't know what's going on loudly. So yes, I'm saying shush.
4: Are you said you whispered? I said I whispered. And now, I and now Davos is whistling. What? And Mary Poppins over here. I'm
6: Not like whistling, like. No. I was like. Like.
5: That's not a whistle. This is a sh...
0: <laughs> you don't do
6: <laughs> No, I didn't do that. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so.
2: I seem to really struggling here. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs>
6: <laughs> we were we were trying to figure out what the plan was, and so as a result, we decided. Oh, because the planning is happening, we're just gonna go and f- off down the hole. Yes, sounds like a great plan.
1: Are we through to um, everybody's actions yet? Are we starting starting another over yet?
2: Uh, so I'm a- I'm asking. So okay, Aria, what are you doing? Group, group, group down below. Hold on. Group down below. Give me a minute. Group up top. We're going to stop here in a couple of minutes because we have a hard stop. But, what is the group up top doing? Rowan, you had an idea, yes?
4: Uh, no. I don't think I did. Did I?
2: You posted we it having- in Discord.
3: Since oh, when I can- was going to, minds.
4: I was going to cast the whole silence. Time. Um, which might be a good idea considering our fearless leader is whistling.
6: No, so he's not. He's not whistling. Silence. My you God! Said you
4: were Did you just? I renege I
6: <laughs> okay, okay. I
2: didn't well, do, do, do
4: this sh- that me. You guys are saying. They... We That's haven't recorded. Right. Right. Right.
6: Davos puts his fingers to his lips and whistles like the wind.
2: Rollin, <laughs> you had the idea that would allow everyone to get down below without revealing your position by making tons of noise with your armor, didn't you?
4: Yeah. Yeah, can I cast silence?
2: You have it memorized?
4: I have it memorized with this group, yes.
2: So Rowan with this group, (laughs) yes. Rowan casts a spell and suddenly around Rowan, let's say, everything is eerily quiet. None of you can speak. When When you speak, there's no sound. So you'll have to describe now, Rowan, what you're doing. Are you climbing down the rope?
4: But there was no verbal part to that spell either, right?
2: Uh, silence, 15-foot radius. There is a verbal part. There's no oh. material component. Okay. So you cast the spell. They cast it. Now everything is silent.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and climb down the rope now while the spell Next is still going off. Okay. Now,
2: it's 15 feet around Rollin, and you would probably know this because... <laughs> Rollin! All right. So... I need one more dex check to see if you catch yourself on the rope.
4: I rolled poorly and I now rolled better.
2: You caught yourself. So you see Rowan get on the rope, slide down, grab herself and stop herself from falling. She is now down the rope far enough to no longer be protecting you all from the silence spell. Is anybody following her down to get into the silence 15-foot radius?
0: I am following her down to get into the silence fifteen foot radius.
2: Dex check please.
0: Cool. Ah I do not pass, I don't think.
2: What did you roll? I don't see it. Seventeen. Seventeen, okay, very good. Make me another deck check, please.
0: Uh-huh.
6: Dabbles, are you following them down?
0: Seven Eight. I don't know, have Eight. people
6: decided that I'm still whistling? No. Relax. You're not whistling. You were trying to silence them. We get it. Okay. Okay. I'm going down. Dex check, please. Let me fail this. Failing it miserably. Here we go. All right, I didn't. Okay, very good. So, give me a
2: D6 roll, Exploding Kitten and Relan. Okay, so we've got a two for Rowan and a four for Gregor. Rowan, you managed to not get knocked off the rope as Gregora slams into you, sliding down it. That is some kind of miracle since Gregora
6: is wearing heavy armor. Davos is following behind. Arya, are you following them down the rope? Just a minute. How many ropes are there? Because Davos would not have chosen the same rope as everyone else is choosing.
2: Well, the ropes aren't together, and if you want to be in the silence... So, Although,
6: okay.
2: how strong are these ropes? Yeah. Arya, you're not wearing metal armor. The silence is not as important for you. Are you going down their rope or a different rope? Ah,
5: uh, I'm going to go down a different rope.
2: Maybe a dex check, please.
5: Sure. Oh, dear. I've lost... I've lost the macro, so here we go.
2: Nat 1. So, Aria, you dance down the side. Hollyberry stays up top and is chittering loudly because you've left Hollyberry behind. Um, You're now down at the bottom and you can hear Hollyberry up top, sort of chittering and chattering, wondering what's going on. In the meantime, I need Davos, Gregora, and Rowan to make one more dex check, please. In the dark, falling down... Rowan's good, Gregor is good, and Davos... Falling down. Falling... Two! All. You all make your dex check, you get to the bottom of the rope. Um, you realize that that rope is now damaged because three heavily armored people took the same rope down, but you did so silently, and you are now at the bottom of the cavern, and everything around you is now silent for the duration of Rowan's spell. Which is... Uh, Rowan your spell duration is going to be let's have a look here really
4: quick I don't know I was looking for at my spell sheet and I can't I it. find it
2: it's a recent spell that you learned uh, quite recently uh, uh, it's been on my it's
4: up been on my sheet it was since since day one this is one of the ones you put as my first spell like that I I
2: two use. rounds per level so that's gonna be a total of your level 4 caster right now so eight minutes uh-huh.
4: Yeah, and it probably didn't take too long to get down, considering we all just kind of slid down and
2: we're part, not yeah. very skilled. So a couple more minutes of total silence. Meanwhile, you all hear, um, well, you don't hear anything. You can just sort of see Hollyberry chattering. You everything's silent. And we're going to end it there. So you're all now in the dragon's cave. You're at the bottom of this cave. You should be able to see it in the map. I assume everybody can see it. Yes? Not much to see, but yes.
6: Mm.
2: Okay, uh, yeah, and Pluto are a little farther up.
4: Oh. That
2: black, that black thing is the exit. By the way,
4: there it is. I see.
2: Destis and uh, Hollyberry are still up top, uh, chattering away. Destis is trying to get Hollyberry to shut up, but uh, we'll end it right there.
1: That's it for the World of Coth mm. Players podcast. Please tune in for more of our live play sessions.